0: Welcome back to today's episode, which is five secrets to believe in your own magic. This content is actually a reading from my latest book, which is going to be available this month. I'm recording this episode on May the 1st, which means that it's only 10 days until Be the Love is on bookshelves all around the world and in the hands of the people that need to read it most right now. So I thought that I would share this and really encourage you to pick up a copy of the book if you haven't already because there are early reader copies going out and already there have been some incredible reviews from people that are really tuning in to finding a healing path for themselves, to navigating emotional ownership and to also learn how to manifest from a space of more consciousness. So here we go, five secrets to believe in your own magic. Number one, I took responsibility for my emotions. One of the biggest game changers for me was to create a pause or a moment of mindfulness before instantly reacting. Got to turn the page. (laughs) Before instantly reacting emotionally. I call this the magical space between intention and reaction. It's your feelings and your emotions that manifest your reality. Two, I stopped comparing myself to others. It was pretty intense when I was in my early 20s, and I spent so much time trapped in a cycle of comparing my body to other women's bodies. As my business grew in my 30s, I started to compare levels of success with others too. It was the same limited thinking keeping me stuck in a cycle. Every time I feel this way now, which still happens from time to time, I shift my focus back to gratitude, perspective, and celebrating key milestones. Everyone is on a different time frame and on their own journey. And that is the other cue to remember that comparison is the thief of joy. 3. I learned how to show myself compassion. After all the years of believing that I was not good enough, and also dealing with the ridiculously high standard I always kept myself accountable to, I began to get curious as to how I could allow myself space to authentically process my emotions. Sadness, anxiety, and powerlessness would drop by for a cup of tea with my heart. I'd sit with them for a while in a space of non-judgment and curiosity. When I felt the time was right, I'd give them a hug and then send them on their merry way. By viewing emotions as fluid feelings that would pass through like a storm, I began to see the process of witnessing this energy as a great act of self-compassion. Before I get to number four here, I'm having to pause frequently because there is the Vero Beach, I think it's like jet show or something. And it's been going on since Friday afternoon. I had to cancel an interview. <laughs> now I'm just, I'm just ditching perfection. If you hear a jet in the background, know that it is a divine invitation for me from the universe to ditch perfection and to really walk the talk that I share and be the love. Okay, here we go. Number four. I became devoted to leading by example for the sake of my children. As the mother of three daughters, I never want them to hear me speaking badly about my body in case they start feeling bad about theirs. The seed of unworthiness can grow faster than bamboo, so I'm blocking all entry points of doubt. This is my duty of care. Five, I started using affirmations. One of the most powerful ways to guide your energy is through the process of repetition to imprint your subconscious mind. There are countless messages being seeded into your brain on a moment-by-moment basis. When you choose to actively participate in what gets into your mind palace, then you become more aware of how to stand guard at the doorway to your thoughts." So that is it, five secrets: to believe in your own magic and the things that specifically helped me on my own journey. And if you like this podcast and you are interested in listening to the audiobook as well, that's available. So I know I talk about the, the book so much, getting the hardcover copy or the paperback. And can you hear the Jets? Oh my goodness. OK. I promise you that this won't happen tomorrow. <laughs> but time is of the essence, and I really want to get this message out to as many people as possible. So please, once again, go to slash be the love and pre order your copy. Order your copy if you're listening after May the 10th. And of course, don't forget the audio version, which was, oh my goodness, I can't even tell you how emotional it was to read through all of the scenes that I wrote about in the book. And I didn't realize when I wrote be the love that speaking it out aloud would take on a different vibrational energetic form. It was so healing, extremely cathartic. And it revealed to me that there is a bigger picture at play here, that the people that are meant to read this book will pick it up at the perfect time. And there's something for everyone. And the way that I'm starting to see this in action now, even though I wrote it originally in the introduction, saying that my intention is to be as inclusive as possible with all of the stories and the themes. And there may be some stories that you can't relate to, and that's okay. But more than likely, you'll know somebody that has experienced something that I mentioned in the book. And what's been absolutely fascinating doing, I think, over 20 interviews now is that the interviewers who have read the book pull out different themes and topics through the lens and the filter of their own perception. So for instance, somebody might read the book and get very mystical, spiritual energy and essence from it, and they might see it as a portal to healing and to hope. And whereas other people might see it from a more psychological viewpoint of mental wellness or uh, emotional empowerment. And so it's beautiful to see the balance and the distinction coming into place. So anyway, I just can't wait to share this with you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And I can't wait to connect with you again very soon. Bye for now.